Hey guys, welcome to Reality Review with Lady B. On this episode of Temptation Island, titled He's Been a Bad Boy, there's going to be some sticky situations going on later on in this episode, but we'll get to it. Let's get into it. So we come back to see the couples pretty much say their final goodbyes because it's probably going to be the last time that they're going to be there as a couple. So once their boyfriends leave the villa, the girls have a vulnerable conversation amongst themselves and everyone's feeling pretty much in their feelings. Erin expresses that this process is making her scared shitless of what's to come, right? Majority of the girls agree on that. What happens next? The guys come in and crash the party and it seems that they... We're like, hey, girls, you think you can get rid of us? And they're like, oh, yeah, they're still here. <laughs> they, The girls definitely didn't look like that they were in a mood to have guests at that moment because they just, you know, been through a lot just like within moments before they stepped in. So it just seems like that they're not necessarily happy about it. But, you know, it's the complete opposite on the boys' villa once they get back. They're already popping bottles, they're partying, they're having fun, they're trying to let loose, you know, unlike the girls on their own villa. Julian is having a good time dancing, and you know, the more I watch Julian, the more I'm just thinking, man, this guy's really fucking hot. Like, (laughs) I'm sorry. Julian is so hot. Tatted and buff and the curl the long little curly hair that that was like ooh okay he was he was good to look at dancing and stuff like that and he has some kind of dance moves too i was feeling julian for a minute not going to lie but the ladies are getting down too and thomas who's you know the boyfriend of chelsea's he's having a conversation with a group of girls and you know they ask him like about his relationship and he tells them that he's there because she can't trust him ultimately in chelsea's opinion he is too flirty amongst other women that's how he explains it and he gives them pretty much an example of a time where they are at his uh, networking event and they're standing in line the girl in front of them um was taking like a selfie and he kind of entered into the picture to get on the photobomb so after she finds out he's photobombing her, they start talking and they start to network and they swap socials and he doesn't understand why Chelsea was upset for taking the opportunity that this is a networking event and a networking situation. So that's how he explains it to the girls. And one girl is like, did your girlfriend get cheated on or something in her past? And he's like, yeah. And then another different girl says that maybe you shouldn't be with someone who makes you constantly anxious. Like it's kind of like a sick, icky feeling in your stomach. He kind of takes a moment to think about that. Over at the girls' villa, Chelsea is talking to, you know, again, Dentist Blake. And she's starting to open up more. These girls are also starting to loosen up a little bit. You know, they're still a little bit sulky, but they're starting to have a little bit of fun. Erin finally talks to this, like, soccer guy, Griffin, and she seems to be forming a little bit of a connection with him because they start saying, like, yeah, I used to play soccer 
you used to play soccer and starting off of the top two just connect and uh Kristen and Erica are playing flip cup with the rest of the guys one of the guys flips their cup right and it was perfectly done I think the game was over because um some of the guys are like yelling and having fun and stuff like that that was honestly when you really look at it um at the girls villa is like a frat house more than a you know guys trying to make connections in my opinion and the guy that won it won the flip cup thing his name is evan and he takes a champagne bottle that he had and he starts shaking it right and starting to spray it all over the place this is when kristen's like starting to get annoyed because she kind of snaps at him and says she doesn't say who do you think you are but she just says like i hope you clean up this mess because once you leave we're not cleaning it and yeah she's like snapping at him to pretty much clean up his mess and he's like whoa you killed my vibe in her own confessional she's like we are here to be with men not with boys and like i said the house is legit kind of like a frat house and a lot of the guys to me seem like that they're more curious about having fun rather than actually forming connection at least that's my opinion with the majority of the group of the guys in the house not all of them are like that but most of them are so evan the guy who sprayed all of the champagne everywhere goes up to Kristen after he cleans up his mess and is trying to talk to her like hey can we talk here for a second can we talk here for a second and she's like no i don't want to in that moment she was talking to erica and and talk other guy jesse and he was trying to intrude so he was just trying to grab her and have a private conversation but she just didn't want to and he kind of was like getting upset and he was like why the attitude and she's like well i don't want to talk to you <laughs> like i don't get it i don't get it she just said that you're just disrespecting me and he's like disrespecting you how how do i disrespected you and she's like i just don't like she just kind of paid him no mind and he's like well you need to like you're here for a reason to open up with everybody else and stuff like that and she just kind of like shrugged him off and he just walked away and the guy's like what whoa dude what happened over there and he's like man ugh. she's sh she's a bitch and he's like who uh chris christina whatever her name is i don't know and i understand that this guy is getting upset but at the same time it's like dude you literally sprayed champagne everywhere to me that would be annoying i wouldn't want to talk to someone that spray champagne everywhere not that i don't want to talk to them but if i'm already establishing a conversation with someone else and then you want to barge in the conversation when i'm already annoyed at you because i just yelled at you for messing up the house i get it that the girls are living there and also the guys are living there but at the same time it's like why do you gotta be so destructive and immature by doing that because now like would you really clean the mess had she not yell and scream at you to do it my opinion i don't think he would i think he would have left the mess there i think when she said she was feeling disrespected i think that was the when she was pretty much saying her feeling about how he was spraying the house because that is disrespecting the house and you're when you disrespect the house you're disrespecting the people that are living in it because you're expecting them to clean up after you furthermore he called her a bitch 
passive aggressive, or not passive aggressive, he called her a, bif- a bitch out of spite because she didn't want to talk to him. And I found that very disgusting of this guy, Evan. So I'm glad that Kristen didn't pay him in any mind anyways. And I'm glad that she decided not to entertain this guy. She knows what she wants. She knows she doesn't want him and all of his immaturity. So I'm glad that she just kept it moving. So the next day, over at the guy's villa, Kendall is chatting up with a group of women, asking them what made them want to come here to this temptation island. And that's when Alexis is telling him that she is there to legit find someone to break down her walls. She's starting to get deep with this. She's like, I want to have someone to help me break the walls down that I built up for myself. And he's like, why do you have walls built up? Did you get cheated on? She's like, no, actually, I was the one that broke the heart. And he's like, oh, so you cheated. And she's like, yeah. And I felt very, you know, bad about it. And I put up walls and I haven't dated anybody since. So he's already seeing her vulnerability side a little bit. So they're starting to form a connection and Kendo feels like she's real and genuine. He seems pumped up to get to know her. It's like he, in his mind, he's figuring that, you know, he's legit single. So now the couples join each other to pick out their dates. And, like, they are gathering with each other. Like, when I say couples, I mean the girls and the guys that are in relationships, but they're separate right now. Yeah, they are coming together um, since they said their goodbyes to pick out their dates in front of each other. Hope that was the best way I can describe it. (laughs) So Mark Wahlberg comes out and he's like, all right, you girls and guys can pick out your dates. The guys go first. I would like to mention that the girls were already sitting there. And I forgot to mention this earlier and I need to uh, mention this. The guys walk in and all the coupled up guys would uh, say hi to their girlfriends right like Julian says hi to Kristen Thomas says I love you to Chelsea so on and so forth the only person that didn't get any acknowledgement words or even like doesn't even look make eye contact with her is Erica like her man Kendall doesn't say not two words to her don't even look her in the eyes nothing I thought that was very telling and she was she was even trying to like talk to him she was like I love you and stuff like that baby and he just kind of like turned the other cheek like what the fuck this guy Kendall oh I'm gonna hate Kendall this season I really am the guys are starting to pick their dates and Julian is picking Amanda then it's Kendall who picks Alexis and Corey grabs Nicole then Tom picks Lauren see all those were like pretty easy picks for the people the one the only thing I found a little interesting is that when uh Kendall walked up Alexis kind of trotted already down off the thing as if she already knew that he was gonna say something so you know that made his girlfriend that's sitting there that just got pretty much ignored by this guy a certain way but anyways now it's the girl's turn Kristen takes Jesse, this like surfer kind of dude. Chelsea picks, you know, Dr. Blake. Erica chooses Lex and Aaron picks Griffin, who is the soccer guy. But later that night, 
the girls are finally letting loose at their own villa. They are having a pool party, right? Um, Chelsea gets flipped by this cowboy hat-wearing guy named Alex who's 29. Cute, cute guy. Has a little accent on him, too. Erica has a one-on-one with Lex, who is, you know, there to, like, tell her that, like, hey, I'm here to listen. I want to know what's going on with you and whatnot. What's on your mind? And she feels that she's more free because since her and Kendall are being, like, away from each other, she doesn't have to cater to him as much. So she kind of feels happy to finally put herself first for the very first time. Jesse and Kristen are talking about their upcoming date and she expresses how she feels comfortable with him and how she thought that he was gonna say no when she asked him on the date and he's like what nah I think them two will be great I think they'd be great lovers but I also think they would be great friends if she still wants to continue with Julian in the end. Chelsea and Blake are chatting about being adventurous like they both like to be like to go out snowboard do these kind of proactive activities Erin is also playing beer pong with the guys she's showing one of the guys how to play beer pong like she's like yeah take the ball dip it into the water and you know hit it that's that's how you get it in she feels like Corey is you know at the back of her mind Corey is still there in her in her mind she still thinks about him a lot but she also thinks that he is having a a good time over at the villa that's what she's you know trying to reassure herself with so with that segue we go into the guys villa and see how they're doing so tom knows what he's bringing to the table so he's not worried at least that's what he tells the girls of the group and Corey is also all alone um thinking about his thoughts because he's you know very down about Aaron picking the soccer guy and then this girl comes to bring a drink for him and they're both talking and he explains that he's nervous about Aaron picking the soccer guy and he's really hurt and he is when he's really hurt and he's explaining this I actually do mean this guy is actually really hurt like sad like crying in his confessional because because he thinks that she picked a dude better than him in comparison because he's more compatible because they have one interest. I feel like Corey just needs to work on himself because it's his mind with, with the insecurities where he thinks the other guy is a better man than him. That's that's not the case. Maybe you are the right guy for her. I think that's something that he himself on his own needs to figure out that path. So... At the same time, the girls on the guy's villa come out with their uh, costumes of as being dressed up as devils and angels in high heels and fishnet stockings. Stuff is about to go down at this party. So the single girls wants the guys to take off their shirts to match them and all of them do just that as soon as they ask. With a drop of a dime, they all take off their shirts. They play truth or dare, and Kendall gets a lap dance by a dare from Corey. A dance to her as well. And this the the girl that is giving him this lap dance is the same girl that he chose to go on a date with, Alexis. Alexis is like grinding on him. He's slapping her booty and all that stuff. And all the other girls too are like staring at him. And in some of the confessionals, the girls are saying like, 
man, I don't know who his girlfriend is, but she should be worried because Kendall is ready to risk it all. And I'm just like, yeah, Erica, man, your man is like legit ready to risk everything all. I'm going to tell you guys right now, I don't like Kendall. I feel like there's just, there's early signs of things that I feel like is not going to go well for this couple. And I really hope that Erica finds a good guy and leave him. Just, just the way how I'm just watching the show. But we'll, we'll get more into that. Kendall says since him and Erica decided on no rules, he's going to take an, any opportunity he can to get from this experience. And he hopes that Erica is doing the same thing on her villa. The issue with that is that, okay, so Kendall, yes, you and her both decided on no rules. Me personally, I think a couple should go there with no rules. The only issue I have with Kendall on this note is that I feel like as a couple, you both should decide on having no rules before you go onto this beach, right? I have a feeling that Kendall was the one pushing for this no rules and she was apprehensive about it until he kind of convinced her to do it. And I think she allowed that. Um, Not allowed it, but I just feel like he's very strategic and he knows what he's doing. I feel like he's, he already doesn't want to be with her. And I think he's just going to be the kind of guy to just string this along. And then when he gets there, act like, okay, well, no rules. I ain't in a relationship. I'm going to kiss. I'm going to do this. I'm going to, like, I feel like he's going to do a lot of things. Just like the other guy from last season says, oh, baby, I love you. But then having a fucking threesome with these two other chicks, I feel like he's going to be that. Not saying that he's going to be the one in on the threesome for the upcoming show, but it's, I don't know. Kendall, you're giving me those vibes. You're going to do my girl Erica wrong. And I hope she finds someone else. I really do. I feel like your attentions are not good to be with her and the, and the more things that comes out about this guy I can't, I can't wait till I get more into it I'm gonna move on because he's gonna get me upset Tom gets asked a truth question if he would be upset if him and his girl Chelsea don't leave together and he's like the whole point of them of us being here is that we leave together we grow separately away from each other but we leave here together and the girl Maya, who is dressed as a devil, is like, you should leave with someone who matches you. And Tom immediately gets defensive and says, don't tell me what my point is. You don't know my point. And you can't, you can't tell me what, what my point is. And she's like getting all irritated. And she's like, okay, whatever. Like, I just don't want to deal with it. And then later on, she comes back to talk to him about like, The way how she puts it is that she feels like the way how he treats his this whole process is like a game to him to fight his urges off. She expresses that she feels like she's a real person and it's disrespectful that he is treating her this way in a sense that he like she's nothing to him like like not even to get to know. That's the way how it comes across for this girl Maya and he kind of says sorry but like in a half apology wise like I'm sorry if you felt this way that's a half apology that's what he was 
delivering to this girl and she's just like yeah whatever you're you're not she's at least holding him accountable and he's just like whatever so the next day we go over to the girl's villa and see that they are heading off to their first date which is ziplining erica and lex have a chat about her and kendall and how her personal life is and because you know lex asks her so what do you do outside of all of this and she explains that she works two jobs she also like tends to kendall and she feels like she puts all of her life into kendall like she doesn't like with these two jobs she doesn't really take a lot of time with between her and you know pretty much helping out kendall and he's like okay so you really do care for your man and she's like yeah like i put my all into him even in her confessional she feels like it's um like a business operation the way at least that he, he treats it or something and he's like well does he do the same for you and she kind of doesn't necessarily answer that so Chelsea and Blake talk more about her insecurities about being good enough because she doesn't feel that she is but Blake is like yeah you are good enough you're good enough to be with anybody and you know he's breaking those walls for her and she likes that he's doing that Aaron and Griffin get close by talking about their past experience with playing soccer and the life after it and how much, you know, they kind of miss a sport and the life within the sport, right? So over at the boys' side of the villa, they go on their own date and it's pretty much a party on a boat. Everyone is um, having fun, drinking jumping into the wa open water swimming and stuff like that Kendall feels more comfortable with Alexis he's not a good swimmer so he's kind of hanging on to her the whole time Tom feels comfortable with with being with Lauren while also being in a relationship with uh, Chelsea and Corey explains that he feels nervous about Aaron um, to his date how she's off with that soccer guy Kendall tells Alexis how he is like used to being like you know in control when he's with Erica or in life in general so right with that right off the bat I feel like Kendall is I'm getting the sense that Kendall is very controlling there is one more thing I wanted to know um on the girls date when Erica is also talking to Lex she brings up that she feels as if she's lost because Kendall would tell her how to feel and what to do so now that she's alone she's trying to pick up the pieces of being her individual self so it kind of makes me feel like maybe he is controlling in that sense later that night Mark comes by to the ladies villa and tell them about tonight being their first bonfire and Erica and the rest of the girls are nervous and Erica also expresses how all the girls got acknowledged by their men and she's the only one that didn't and when she did try to acknowledge him look at him say I, baby I love you he just kind of avoid her at all costs and she feels that something is off and she's begins crying right because she's feeling very anxious so at the bonfire ask chelsea to see the clip about her boo and you know she looks at this so at the bonfire 
what they do at the bonfire is uh, they have this iPad, right? And they show, like, I don't know, 30-second clips or something to each individual woman of what their boyfriend is doing at the guy's villa. They don't give any context to what happened before the clip or after. They just see what they see and that is it. That's all they're given. So once they see what's going on, Mark Wahlberg usually asks them questions about what they saw, how they feel, and all that stuff. So that's what the bonfire is. So the first person to see their clip is Chelsea, and she sees her her boo thing, Tom, explaining about how he was at the network event to these group of girls. How he's pretty much saying the same thing, you know, like, at the networking event, I was exchanging socials with this girl. My girlfriend got upset about that because I was at a networking event trying to network with people that I work with, potentially. And the girl was saying, well, that's very... You don't want to be in a relationship with someone who makes you anxious. That's that's the whole clip that Chelsea sees. And Mark asks, like, what do you see? How does this make you feel? Chelsea explains what she saw and how and how she feels with the perspective of her boyfriend, Tom, of the way how he explained it. However, she goes on to explain further that she just felt as if, yeah, you're at a networking event, but you can't say, hey, this is my girlfriend, Chelsea. He didn't introduce her and she kind of just felt the way how Mark Wahlberg, he per- he puts it correctly, actually, for the way that she's feeling. And that was insignificant. Mark asked her if she has always felt insignificant. And she's like, yeah, in every single relationship that I've been in. And she starts crying because she wants to feel confident, right? She wants to feel confident. She wants to stand on her two feet. She wants to say, hey, this is what I can offer you. And if you don't like it, then I will move on to the next person. And she's just, you know, tear foring because the guy that she's with makes her feel insignificant. And then we move on to Erica and Erica is next. So Erica sees a two in one clip. First clip is how Kendall is talking about how Erica is a very emotional while he's very practical in their communication and he wants to find someone who understands him a bit more. Another clip of him is where he's grinding with Alexis, right? When she was in the fishnets and the devil horns, she was all up on him and he's grinding his hips against her. And that really, that really hurts Erica, right? Seeing her man grinding on this girl. Mark asks what she saw and she tells him what she saw and then she goes to explain what how she feels and she is feeling like she's seeing a different person. Like Kendall doesn't understand how hard this process is for her and for her to see him having a good time enjoying the no rules and just having fun like it's not an issue or something like that. She says that she knows that he's like mature and wise and advanced and things don't bother him and she feels insecure about that sometimes and Mark is like, whoa, 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 wait a second. Why does it make you feel like you're not on his level? And she's like, I don't know. I feel like he does it to me, but 
I I don't know. I don't know how we got there, but I feel like maybe he got there. And but you just said a minute ago that you love yourself. Um, what happened? And she's because she did say that she is starting to figure out for herself of who she is and who she wants to be or something like that. But she then admits she doesn't even know if she feels that. Like she doesn't even know how she feels about herself. She sometimes feels like she's talking just to talk, and she doesn't know if that's what she feels. And she breaks down and cries and that's how the episode ends she just says I'm so confused and I really want to talk about that Erica 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 girl I feel like this girl has put so much into a relationship that he doesn't care not necessarily doesn't care but he feels like he's high and above on his success rate and he wants her to have that same thing like he wants her to be on the same level as him because I wouldn't be surprised if he always tells her you're not right where I am you're down here and if he does do that telling her all these things and that is very shitty of him to do to sit there and say you're not good enough you're not good enough you're not good enough no wonder why this girl has insecurities about being herself and stuff like that and not only that but it's really heartbreaking that she doesn't even know how to stand on her own because she is always always being told of how she should feel and she doesn't even know what to do like because she's always being told what to do by this Kendall guy and it's just sad this girl is like I honestly wouldn't be surprised wouldn't be surprised that he's breaking her spirit down because she's a beautiful girl she she could find someone so much better and he's like saying what you're putting in is not good enough I want more I mean it's okay to say stuff like that however depending on the circumstances I feel like he's on the extreme side right to where it's making her feel like she's so below him I don't know I don't like this Kendall guy Kendall guy's gonna cheat and and Erica's gonna find a better man I really hope and you know what if she do, I hope he cries about it. And you know what? Cry, come back so she can turn you down again and she says, I don't want you. I really hope that happens for her. Otherwise, I'm rooting for my girl, Erica. Erica, I'm I'm, I'm going to ride hard for Erica because Kendall, I don't think, is a good guy. I honestly feel like he forced having no rules on to this girl. I wouldn't be surprised. I feel like he came in there with a motive to leave her making her go through all this heart and not only that but I didn't even mention this at the when they were picking their dates um soon as Erica picks her guy Lex uh Kendall's like all right all right game on game on it's like where is this competitive why are you saying game on for you picked someone held their hands don't even say hi to your uh girlfriend nothing you just completely avoid the situation leaving her hurt right I don't know I feel like she's not in a good relationship she needs to leave him but that's just my opinion <laughs> um anyways thank you for listening to reality review with lady b